Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, so I should I should take that deal, right? Uh, I would get more information on it I first. Think you need some deeds. Okay, and I head into my room and close the door. Flint, super weird, right? Yeah, what was that about? Flint and Bort, you're not sure how much time passes, but you wake up and you're in a chamber over what looks like a bubbling cauldron. You see a dozen red wizards observing your current state. We have further questions for you. Nailed Do you know that someone has entered Flint's dreams? That is very troublesome. Tharchian Eseldra Yeh will account for the Red Wizards and has agreed to aid the factions of the Sword Coast. We shall return to Waterdeep. And you appear back in the teleportation chamber in Waterdeep. With Leosin and Lady Laryl Silverhand entering the room. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your dungeon master Russ Moore. I said that very slowly and I, eloquently today. Normally I eloquently. speed through it. Oh, it was... I felt like you were at like yeah, you were slow. You were at like 3 <laughs> yeah. 3 quarters yeah. speed. Well, yeah. I hear some people like to play podcasts at slow speed, so I'm just helping them out. Also with me today is Amy Moore. I am here today. I'm at full speed. Full speed ahead. And I play Thea Amastasia. And Carla Johnson. I have only heard of people playing podcasts at faster speeds, never at slower speeds. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to be at like regular speed, though, playing New Lara Moonbrook. Sometimes I like to play them slow just to hear the people, how they'd sound if they were really drunk. Mm, oh, that's kind a little of fun. slurry. <laughs> that's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. And last but not least, Tom Laird. Yep, that's me. Uh, I know you can't hear this, but I shaved my beard off. And it was weird. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I can kind of hear it. Oh, you can? People can probably okay. hear mm. it. Normally, there's like a slight rustling. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, and I I play Flint Firebeard. That's all the woodland creatures that have made a home in there. That's what that is. <laughs> Tom usually has a big beard. And now, yeah. this is the first time any of us have seen him with no beard. And it's pretty crazy. He looks great. He's pretty much a 13-year-old boy. But he looks like he looks like a little tiny baby. His skin is flawless. It's crazy. Thank you. Thank you. You never know what's under that beard, too. Oh, you really have no idea until you hack it all off. Some of that hair must have been like months and months old. Yeah. Because I assume you trim it, so I was going to say years old, but it'd have to be like down to your <laughs> knee. Yeah. The stuff it around my chin big. was pretty long, so it had been a while. Um, I feel for continuity. This episode comes out on December 12th. You're going to have to shave it again on December 12th. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <I'm really> <laughs> Just post the picture on December 12th and then we'll be good. Was mm. there a reason why you did it? Uh, no, it had been. Uh, it Well, I guess the reason was it had been so long since I'd done it that I could not actually remember the last time that I'd done it. So you couldn't even remember what your own face looked like. I had no idea. Without a beard. You needed to know. 
underneath it all. So is this the real you or is Tom with the beard the real you? Right. Like, don't farmers burn their crops every now and then to make sure they come back stronger in the future? I, you didn't burn it off, did you? <laughs> no, I oh, don't think. Is that not how you shave nowadays? <laughs> did you burn off all your hair? I'm confused. Also, it I don't think terrible. farmers just burn all their crops. I think that's counterproductive. Well, I, I think didn't say all some education crops. needs to happen here. Yeah, you, you, you spot We're burn. not yeah, you farmers. Despite you guys living in Alberta and Amy Welcome working on a podcast. ranch, farm we don't cast. know about farm, farm things. Actually, I know a lot about chickens. Okay. Yeah, we do know kind of a lot about farming things. And goats. Had a pretty big vegetable garden. A lot of my family had farms growing up, so. I have milked cows. My dad would be super sad about my lack of knowledge about farms. (laughs) (laughs) I got knocked off a donkey when I was a kid. Scarred him for life. Yeah, I don't ride things now. Mm. Just in general. It's a rule. Okay. Yep. <laughs> like you know where you can see a picture of Tom without a beard is over on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast for all for one, all your shaving needs. Who knows? Next month, who knows what else? It's gonna be a picture of my leg and it'll be like Amy finally shaved her legs. And it'll just be a picture no, of my you leg. Yours will be your chest. What I'll do is I'll just post that one to public so that if you just go to the site, check out the other stuff, but you'll see Tom's face without a beard okay. for free. That's, That's free. No charge. First first beard free face is free. The rest. Oof, you the gotta rest. pay for the you rest. For. Yep. You gotta pay for my not um, hairy leg. Something else you get on Patreon when you're a patron is an episode dedicated to you. Like today's episode dedication, who is for, which is who? Who which? What? Who is for God, which has? <laughs> Brad. Mm, uh, Brad. Brad from Brad. Fate of Ison Podcast. Is it time to read another review? Because we got another review that came in the other day, and I think we should read it. Let's do it now. Uh, so we got a lovely review from 1987 Chucky from New Zealand. Great year, by the right? way. Russ and the players are just an absolute joy to listen to. The funny intros to each episode and the bloopers at the end are a great way to bookend the fantastic role playing in the middle. It's definitely in my favorites. Aww. Uh, that's so nice. I feel like I'm Very a little nice. bit like verklempt about it. <laughs> verklempt. <laughs> you get a little misty. Yeah, it's just I can't There's believe. There's something in people, your eye. You know like us take the time to write that they like us it blows my mind i think we need more confidence i think we need to go to a confidence <laughs> workshop i don't know because we're always like oh god we're such a pile of hot like on fire garbage <laughs> like why I does anyone ever i think we're a delight i love spending time with you you're some of my favorite people in the whole world i just can't believe that that like moves beyond us to strangers That's on the true. other yeah, side I of think, the world. I think Carla's totally right because I mean the amount of times that I've written an iTunes review of something, I can probably count on one hand. So whenever people do actually do it, it's like mind blowing to me. Yes. Well, and it feels so good. Like let's call to action right now for our listeners here. Like go out and it could be for us. It could be just for something else you listen to. It could you know whatever. But go out and leave a review for something you love because guaranteed you are going to make that person's day. Yes. Or those people's day. I like that idea. Unless it's a bad review. Don't 
Don't well, yeah, I mean, don't no, go out of your way to harass you someone love. with a review. I mean, you can, like, you know, ironically leave a bad review. Oh, God, please, nobody be ironic. Yeah. Who's listening? We're so, we're so earnest. Bases. Just be earnest, please. <laughs> the world needs more earnest. And I mean, like, sure earnest, ads, scared, like... stupid. <laughs> Find someone you like on Twitter and just tweet them that, like, hey, I really like your stuff. And it doesn't have to be any yeah. more than that. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Let's spread some positivity. Ooh. That makes me happy. Yeah. And then, oh, and then tell us you did it and hashtag spread the good feels. You probably want to check and see if that's an actual. I probably should. Hashtag. We can always fix it. In Otherwise, there's going to be a whole lot of hashtags. Closely associated with the Proud Boys. That is an unexpected <laughs> oh, <no>. turn. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they made that Don't a hashtag it. about you them. You go to Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, you go to Twitter. I go to Twitter. Clearly, don't go to Twitter enough on your computer. Oh, no. Who goes to Twitter on a computer? <laughs> I do. Oh, and Russell. Then I can. You search Twitter. Hashtag. And then you search hashtag spread the good feels or whatever you said. <laughs> Welcome to our IT Twitter related podcast. <laughs> huh? No results. All right. You can go. It's sp- ours now. Spread the good feels. Go spread the good feels, you guys. Mm. Spread them around. Yeah. What, and then what did what did we do once we see that they've spread the good feels? I don't know. We we revel in the fact that just a little piece of our podcast has spread some joy out into the world that's gone beyond listening to the podcast. Okay, I was going to say I'd send you stickers. Oh. No, that's fine. I no, mean, we'll just, the joy we'll just thing revel totally in your fine too. Amy, Amy's thing is Amy's thing stands. Sorry, everyone. So you, you don't get stickers. You, no, <laughs> you could have got stickers, but Amy didn't make that decision. So spread the good feels. Not starting now, obviously. <laughs> okay, let's play D and D. You've arrived back in Waterdeep, and you're in the same teleportation chamber you left with Nye Ilmich. The illuminated runes are beginning to fade, as is the haze filling your vision. Is it purple haze? After only a few moments. Leosin and Lady Laryl Silverhand enter the room, nervous at first and then relieved to see the five of you there. Lady Silverhand speaks before you have the chance, and she says, I'm pleased to see your swift return, and seeing Nye Ilmich here with you tells me what I must know for the moment. The Council is gathering to discuss your final quests and to determine our final count and plan for attack on the Well of the Dragons. She turns and begins walking out down the halls towards the council chamber. Leosin waves his hand for you to follow, and if you do, he closes the door behind you, sealing the teleportation chamber as you exit. And if we don't, <laughs> then we just too late. I guess we live, in, we live in the teleportation chamber now. He just closes the chamber and walks away, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not slowly suffocating. Right. Who knows if Tiamat rises? Well, we'll take you off the list. It's fine. There is a bleak feel in the halls of Castle Waterdeep. It's an overcast day, and the sound of heavy rain echoes through the long, empty halls. The air feels thick. You pass by several windows, and the city sounds eerily calm. And from what you can see through brief glimpses, the people piled into Waterdeep have taken refuge under awnings and squeezed into any building they can. 
You see, perched atop the high walls that surround Waterdeep, Protanther, Eleuthera, Otorelia Carnos, Nemir, and Tasmakella, the Council of the Metallic Dragons. You finish your long walk towards the council chambers and Lady Laryl has already entered. Leosin skips ahead of you and announces to the chamber, Ladies and gentlemen, new Lara Moonbrook, Flint Firebeard, Thea Amastasia, and Nye Ilmich have returned from Thay to discuss plans of our final move on the Cult of the Dragon at the Well of the Dragons. I wave around like... Like... (laughs) (laughs) Wanted to bust in there like, you know, first string of a basketball team. Yeah. Uh, Omthar Froom gives a hearty wave back. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. I also waved at the metallic dragons. Uh, They are sitting outside the city. I know, but I didn't want to interrupt you. I actually wanted to interrupt you, but I didn't. As I passed, I waved. Vigorously. Embarrassingly vigorous. I know them! I know them! (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it's Thea! You threatened us that one time? We didn't really get that super awkward meeting? But... But I think you're really cool. <laughs> you're number one fan. Leosin ushers you to four open seats. I skip does, ahead. Does as Donnie Leosin need did. a seat, or does Donnie just kind of hang out? I, I never, I never know what happens with Donnie. Okay. Does he push your chair in for you? Oh, that's. I, nice. I imagine that's him to sweet. be like really sweet. I, like that. Yeah. I think he's because he's bigger now. Like it's still pretty new that he is bigger. So I think he is kind of you know. Doing things like that that he couldn't do when he was is just he a little, little clumsy guy. too. Like he turns around and his tail like knocks over a chair, and then he's like, "Oh God, no!" And he goes to get it and he knocks Makes the side table worse, over, yeah. and he's like, "Oh God!" It's real comedy. I'm a little dragon in a now, big dragon's body. <laughs> That's what I imagine. Anyway, I take a seat. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. As everybody sits down, Leosin speaks up again. He said. Word has come that hundreds of chromatic dragons have gathered, and as discussed, today's session will decide who among us will pledge their resources in stopping the Cult of the Dragon's plans to bring Tiamat back to this world. Lady Silverhand stops him and says, Before we get to that, our stalwart heroes have returned from their quests and have much to discuss. What can you tell us of your travels to Xanthal's Tower and the hopes of bringing back the Blue Dragon Mask? Oh, Leosin didn't update you guys on that because we told him. I mean, I kind of, I kind of mentioned, but they didn't, they didn't really understand what I was telling them. It was a big trap. Um, didn't go well. We uh, didn't get the mask. Yeah, bottom line, no mask. Yeah, yeah. it was we a, did get a, it was a fake, fake mask, mask, though. So that was so. that was great. Learned a lot, though. Lots of personal growth <laughs> happened, <laughs> happened in that maze. We personally grew to despise mazes. Yep. Yeah. yep. I, lost, I lost my owl for a while. I was pretty scary, but we found her. Oh, we got these, too. And I reach into my bag, and I pull out one of the giant diamonds. These could be helpful. They're teleportation diamonds. There's a... Okay. 
Okay. So in Zontho's Tower, there's these giant... <laughs> God damn it. Come on, you know the word. There you go. God. Every time. I know, I love it. I like curvy thing. <laughs> you know, like a, like a sexy watch. Like a yeah. sexy old-fashioned yeah. watch. upright watch. You know, a watch with a real nice waist and hip situation. Got okay. that silhouette. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know, one of those silhouette watches. <laughs> um, so, anyway, in the tower, we teleported all over the place with this weird little elevator situation thing. Um, and we found these really big hourglasses for me. And when you turn them, they supposedly control time and space and all sorts of things like that that Zontha was interested in. Uh, however, it was really, really old and unused, uh, but we busted them open. And it turns out when you throw one of these or toss it or catch, I suppose, one of these diamonds, um, the catcher transports to where the thrower is no the where the person who catches it has nothing to do with throwing and catching it's just you throw it up and it, you where you're looking you go okay i say that when or where you think you want to go you go well i know but i threw it at one point or someone threw That's it yeah, someone then else caught it and then they transport it sure. i'm just saying it's it's showing a much better like use of it too if someone's in a pickle you throw them a sure yeah well don't throw them that. a pickle that's not going to help their situation <laughs> that'd be weird right? <laughs> you look like you're hungry um <laughs> so do you understand how these things work then uh yeah it's magic all right all right i am well versed in magic good no one wants no one wants to sound like an idiot and say they don't understand magic who are you sir I've been at every council meeting thus far. Well, you just asked my name now. My name is Tern Thunderspells Hornblade. The mighty strong name you have there, sir. Yes. Yes. So we. Anastasia. Yeah. So we could possibly use these um, in a battle. It could be a very big surprise, a sneaky advantage that we have. Um, So that was a positive that came out of that entire waste of time. um, another older human male with a long handlebar, like, white mustache speaks up. He's wearing very exquisitely done armor. And he says, so you made it into Zonthal's Tower. We did. Yeah, we, I uh, must not be saying it right. We you got guys through that right. maze. We made it in the tower. We got the quote-unquote dragon mask, but it was a fake. There's uh, hushed whispers throughout the chamber. I, I lean over to Nular and I go, did I say it wrong the first time? <laughs> no, we, we both already said we didn't get the math. They got so excited about your teleportation diamonds, they just stopped listening, I guess. Shiny objects. The same man who you know as Sir Istival, he continues talking and he says, what you have is... Now, under the rights of the land, ownership of Zonthal's Tower. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like finders keepers? Like we found it? Because we beat the maze? 
Do we have squatters rights? Because we're not there squatting currently. Yes. I see that. I see that. <laughs> what I'm saying is Xanthos Tower is not something that people just walk up to and take. You hold within your minds the key to get into the tower. Therefore, you have rights to the tower. Well, it'd be a, it would be a pretty good, like, summer home. Very private. No you, solicitors. You hear among the other members in the chamber numbers being tossed around. 42, 78, no. 169. <laughs> Through context clues, you can figure out monetary values at which they would place to own such a... Oh, property. Oh. It turned into storage words. Sir Istval speaks up and he says be wary who you sell such a thing to. If you were to sell it. Well we yeah. probably wouldn't because there's that Taraz the Fair in there so we don't want him falling into the wrong hands. Hmm. Of course. Who's Taraz the Fair? Well, he's not fair at all. Oh. No, he's, uh, what was he, an elemental? He was a real dick, is what he was. <laughs> he, he was, yeah. Doesn't matter what he is. He also, didn't really seem to have any idea how chess works, but. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Fair enough. The whispers continue among the group. Um, and Lady Laryl Silverhand speaks up and says, Sorry, so the blue dragon mask, it was a fake. Correct. And Leosin, you, do you, does somebody have the mask that was given to you, or was there a like? Do I still have it on my person, Russ? <clears throat> no, we know. gave it, hand, it. Oh, I don't I know. Gonna, we were we, did, we were going to give it to the dragon. He handed and then it back to you. Yeah, but then he like, like, tossed it back to us and was like, "What do I want with this piece of wood, you doinks?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so if I have it, I'll, I'll have pull it. it out of my my rucksack and. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's right here. Who who wants this? Uh, Lady Laryl Silverhand, she extends her hand and says, I will take it, and even though we believe it to be fake, we will test it with our own wizards and see if there is anything that can be salvaged from it. I, uh, I walk over and give it to her. And, well, I, I, hope you, I hope you get something out of this. I hope so, too. And of your most recent mission to Thay. I assume by the fact that Nye Ilmich is back with you that that means they are here to assist us? Yeah. Yeah. Tharchin Aseldrayeth has promised an undead army. So that's good. Nye Ilmich speaks up. The, the Red Wizards as well. So they don't seem like people that will really want, like, hanging around after, after we stop Tiamat. Just going to say that now. Mm. But, you know, currently we have a common enemy, so I think they will be very helpful. They seem very powerful. That is what I hope. And she is interrupted by both Sir Istval 
and Ambassador Bronnenville of Mithril Hall both stand up and say, we should not have these wizards with us. We do have a common enemy, yes, but in your own words, you said we should not trust them, no? We're a little divided on this, because you guys, I kind of agree with you. I'm not going to lie. They did some sketchy shit to our friend Flint over here. Pulled some straight grade-A baloney in his dream world. And, and it wasn't cool. And how can you trust someone who does that? Also, what happens, you guys, when we defeat Tiamat, and then we have this big undead army in the midst of a ruined Faerun, just primed to be taken over by another big bad. Ambassador Bronnenville says, Exactly! God damn it! This is what I told you, Silverhand. And she says, What we need is to save Faerun. They have pledged their wizards. They have pledged their army. Our armies outweigh theirs. When we win, everyone will go their separate ways. It is part of the arrangement. You three made it back. I don't know what happened, but it was the arrangement that you would go and you would come back. I'm sorry if something happened to you, Flint Firebeard. It it seemed like they were just trying to understand our motivations more than anything, but they went about it just the complete completely wrong way. Also, I'm not too smart with like our plans, so really they picked the wrong person. We got more out of new Lara. Oh, but I got so much more. <laughs> I hear that she's the one who keeps the notes. <laughs> you damn but right. But she, she rolled is. the highest. She rolled the highest. <laughs> Nevertheless, they are an ally that knows some of the motivations and abilities of those that we are fighting. Ambassador Bronnenville and and Suriusval grumble. As they sit back down. I never stood up to begin with. In fact, he is just like super cash. She's like sitting sideways on her chair, like arm on the back. <laughs> Actually, I flipped it around oh, and shit. I'm sitting backwards on the chair. Yeah, you did. Just really turned your hat around talk. and was like, let's get real for a minute. It's some real talk. Yeah. <laughs> let's get real, you guys. Let me tell you about Zaztam. He might oh, seem boy. like a real cool dude, but in fact. He's the devil. Here's your this is your brain. Bible. This is your brain after <laughs> Zastam. Uh, Zastam. I had an extreme teen Bible. FYI. Amazing. Because you were a super rad Christian girl. You bet I was taught Sunday school. If only God could see me now. Oh, he can, my dear. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the whole idea is that he can, right? Well, I guess so. Mm-hmm. All these runes I've painted all over the place. I... <laughs> the all old the... ones are supposed to keep me safe all from All these him. goats I've been sacrificing, <laughs> I thought for sure I was. For what? 
for what? Anywho. It's got away from us. It did. Yep. Um, I apologize. Always does. Yeah, it got, yeah. While the wizards are unpredictable, they are necessary. And if that sways any of the factions from assisting us, then we will have to address that when that time comes. So they have given us an army of wizards and undead, is what they have said. Yes? Yes. Yes. Finally, the metallic dragons, as you have seen, have been distributed among Faerun. Their forces are protecting some of the last strongholds throughout the land. The leaders are here waiting for further direction as to our final attack and when that will happen. We are to decide now who will give their support. Everyone is welcome to go discuss amongst themselves and we will reconvene very, we will reconvene. Like super right away. Like super right away, very soon, very soon. <laughs> Everyone gets up and goes, some leave the room, some just move to talk in a corner. And my chair makes like a really loud screeching noise on the floor, like unexpectedly loud when I get up and I look a little embarrassed. I realize I can't quite get up very well because the seat, the chair is rather wide. Mm. And I'm like, trying like, like wide leg squat backing up. Yeah, you're like doing to get that out. shimmy There's back. Nothing, nothing elegant about it. Uh, so I think like we're in it. Oh, I didn't even oh, think yeah, we really 100%. need to talk yeah. about it. I, okay. We've been doing all of this for this express purpose. I assumed we're in it till the end. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing anything else. I mean, it's the inevitable rise of Tiamat, so exactly. like... No use fighting it. We gotta get there. Uh, Thea, I thought you looked really cool when you sat backwards on the chair like that. Oh yeah, that was awesome. It was a power move. I you know, I wanted to just come in and own the place, but I think I pulled, like, my hammy. Ooh. Oh. Maybe like a Oof. grind muscle. Oof. I mean, That's the good thing one. is, I don't think everyone was already in their conversation, so I don't really think anybody like saw the dismount too much, other than us. Oh, so, God. so that's good. That's good. I it think you. The, it wasn't the best part. What was the best part? Tell me again. <laughs> well, when you flipped the chair around initially, that was that was the best part. Well, c- did you see that I had it up on only one leg and did like a little oh like, no, I missed that spin first? Amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty rad. It's a real baller move. You guys have yeah. any oh, guesses? And rad. Oh. I made that word up, by the way. It means required a lot of dexterity. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like. I it. like that. I like it. Uh, you guys got any guesses? Actually, two things I want to talk about. Any guesses as to who's going to cop out last minute? Among these suckers in this room, council chamber, where we definitely remember all the people that are here. Subpoint, we own Zonthal's tower now? Yeah, isn't that weird? That's I don't want to cool. sell it, though. I think we should ju- yeah. crash pad, like, yeah. all the way. Yeah, I mean... We clean that place up? I, I think, hopefully we agree. Dead let's, just, let's just wait to make any decisions about the tower until after Tiamat. Let's, one thing yeah. at a time, right? Sure. Real estate? Yeah. or no. Buying and selling and owning new real estate can be very stressful. 
So let's yeah. just maybe, wait. Maybe we could get those monks that specialize in, in renovating properties. You know, the property brothers. Maybe maybe we could oh. get them in there. <laughs> you know, fix it up a little bit for us. <laughs> As you're discussing whether to flip or sell or what have you, um, you are approached by a tiefling who you recognize from previous sessions. Um, and she comes up to you and she is very dark purple skin, very red-brown hair, horns, dresses all in black. And she comes up to you and says, oh, so you're you're the new owners of Zonthal's Tower, yes. Apparently so. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's new to us, but... I don't know if we've met before. I know we've seen you here, but mm -hmm. I don't recall your name if we have met. I yes. apologize. I'm New Lara. Uh, yes, nice to meet you, New Lara. Ryan, Ryan Nightshade is my name. Thea and Flint, obviously. Nice to meet you, Ryan. Yeah, nice, nice to meet you, Ryan. Yeah, we haven't talked to most people here. We get talked at and then sent off a lot. So It sounds, sounds like you should try and make a little more chit-chat. You know, just trying to be a little friendlier. Well, everyone's here looks super stressed out. Yeah, no, totally. It's they're true, just, there's always a bunch going on. They're flip-flopping lunatics is what they are. I got some cookies that would help with that. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, maybe we can talk later. L let me just be up front with you here. I'm part of the Zentarum. Do you, do you know much about the Zentarum? I have a feeling like it has something to do with Zonthal's Tower. Not yet. Oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, I don't believe we know about the Zentharum, is it? Zentharum. Um, would you like to make a history check and see if you know anything about the Zentharum? Yeah. Oh, I would love oh, to. Rolling dice. 16 plus 7. Don't, oh. I don't care how yeah. good it is. I'm still rolling my dice. I don't care. I mean, I'm really happy you got a good roll, but I rolled a 2. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Amy. Uh, so you know... That the Zentarum, which is also known as the Black Network, is a loose affiliation of merchants, mercenaries, and malefactors. It's a lot of M's there. I like the alliteration. That's right. Common folk know the Zentarum as the people to talk to when you need the best guards or mercenaries money can buy. And if your cargo is somewhat shady, they're the ones to ask the least questions. That's what you know of Black market type mobster. Now, what kind of like a mafia? What if your cargo is just parasols? What if it's just? What if your no cargo questions. is all cargo pants? Oh shit! No questions for the right because that's a no lot questions. of cargo pants. You should cargo really section. ask some questions. You know what? I would equate the Zentarum to kind of being like. The transporter, Jason Statham, mm. you know. Okay. They get so paid, just give they them some look in the trunk. You're good to go. Never look yeah. in the Very trunk. Very handsome. Don't look great. Yeah, handsome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, hello there. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. Thanks for joining us for episode 66 of Dungeons and Dragons. Anyone know the Property Brothers? As we're working on closing out 2018, I don't really have a lot to say right now other than that you are amazing.
Thank you for coming with us on this wild journey. We'll be celebrating uh, two years on January 3rd of Dungeons & Dragons being available. We've been getting close to 50,000 downloads. We've launched merchandise this year. We have an amazing community on Patreon. And the biggest thing is we get to share it all with you. The most wonderful people in the world, as far as I'm concerned. If there's anywhere that you haven't joined us but would like to know more about, visit our website, dumbdragons.com, where you can find out about us, where you can go to find uh, more about the Patreon community, and all of our social media channels, which I will admit we've been a little quiet on lately. Sorry for that. We're working towards the holidays, which is a crazy time for everyone, but we're also working towards ways uh, for you to be more involved with us and easier ways for you to be able to find us and talk to us and share with us and the community around the podcast. So, like I mentioned last week, in 2019, we'll be launching the Dungeons & Dragons Discord server to the public. It's currently available to patrons of Dungeons & Dragons, and there will be some new awesome things coming to Patreon and the podcast in general. It's going to be awesome. We're very excited for it. Once more, all the links to everything you could want to check out are over on our website, dumbdragons.com. Uh, so go check it out, and we hope to see you in the adventure. If you got a note for us, send us an email. Uh, dumbdragonpodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, and we, we respond to anyone and everyone who sends us a note. And a big thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere in today's episode. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description. The next episode will be out Wednesday, December 19th. Uh, we'll be continuing the story next week. And then on December 26th and January 2nd to celebrate Winter Solstice, we'll be doing a two-episode fun side story that we really hope you enjoy. We had a ton of fun playing it. Let's get back to the council chambers, though, and see what's happening. Have a great week. We'll talk soon. Got killer timing when delivering lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I've I've heard of the Zen- Zentarum. Um, you guys, you guys have um, a very specific client base, don't you? Anyone and everyone? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, really, that's the target market you got to go for if you want to succeed pretty, these days. Pretty good. Good point, dwarf. Very um, discreet mm-hmm. is what I've heard. Yes. Yes. And you're are my friends getting my tower, like double or? entendre hits here and like my? Yes. Yeah, see, double entendre was the wrong word. I need to back up a sec. I don't like it when I use the wrong word okay, when I'm then. describing stuff. Okay. It really bothers me. They'd be like, oh, Jesus, she doesn't know what a double entendre means. I do know. Okay, what do you want to say? Do you want me just to cut it out? Yeah. Okay. Fuck, shit, fuck, fuck. I'll cut out what you said, but then leave in the fact that you messed up what you said. <laughs> no, that's weird. You do that. We can have a, a contest to be like, if you know what Amy fucked up, write in. <laughs> What do you think she fucked up? You you have me pegged. I'm here to talk about Zonthal's Tower. And what I'm here to discuss, I mean, is... The, the Black Network, Zentarum, is willing to act immediately on all things here. But if we can come to agreeable terms, we can solidify that support. Oh my god. Guys, 
can can we make a group announcement about the Zonkles Tower? Because I have a feeling like this is not the only offer we are going to get in exchange for loyalty. Also, I mean, if you're if your business model is everyone and and anyone, then you want more people alive in order to take advantage of your services, correct? Not less people. That's true. Yeah, basically, That's true. I, you know what? I think you're right, Thea. How about uh, group announcement? Group announcement. Can we like? Is there a, is there like a, a town crier that we can sign? I climb up on the table. You don't want to hear my offer before you clink your glasses. I mean, I just think at this rate, probably not. Like, we should just nip this one in the bud, and that'll be that. All right. We're sticking to our guns. I I climb up onto the the big boardroom table, mm-hmm. <laughs> the council table, the circular say, council table. <laughs> um, excuse me, excuse me. I'll wait. Everybody who's in the room, because some people left the room, but everybody who's in the room turns to look at you. Hey, sorry to interrupt. However, I feel like we have to say that if anyone is planning on approaching us to talk about using Zonthal's Tower as a leverage point for loyalty, you can just shove it right now. Because we are not looking to sell the tower to the highest bidder for the fate of Faerun. You are here regardless. Do what you want to do. The tower is not for sale. Have some morals and some ethics, people. That is all. And I kind of bang my axe on the ground like, yeah! Down my... Everybody looks amongst themselves and says, oh, "All right." Is there any any no. corners of the room that there was an audible like, "Oh man!" No, just play. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "All right, you've made yourself known," and she begins to walk away and talks to someone else. I think we did the right thing, but I'm totally curious. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But morally, I think we made a good decision. Yeah. We are talking about the end of the world. Let's... Yeah. What does a piece of property matter? Let's deal with the end of the world first. Yeah. Okay. This guy. He's like, okay. I just wanted to tell you the goddamn offer. <laughs> no, it's fine. You didn't want to know the offer. Well, we might have been swayed if we found out what the offer was. So, like, See, best that's to just why shut it's it down. Best, exactly. Best that we are not tempted that's very true to our characters, so it's good, good for us. Even though Tom, Amy, and Carla really we want that really money. want to know. <laughs> yeah, totally. Can you tell us later what the offer was? Nope. Oh, I hate oh, you I so know. much right now. Uh, probably had a whole yeah. Their knowledge, character knowledge. <sighs> Anyways. Like later, like in like two years real time. God. Yeah, like in Seattle. Yeah, could you? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Or like in yeah. two months yeah, real time. Two years. Whatever. Yeah, like yeah. Seattle. Okay, or two months. <laughs> Maybe in like 20 minutes. It's fine, guys. Uh, everybody make a perception check. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> also, oh, no. 11. And I rolled a 2. I got a 4. Uh, I got a 24. Nope, 26. Oh, thank math, oh, thank math is God. hard. Guys, what if my ability to get good rolls was somehow like in tandem with my beard? <laughs> It might have been. Oh, no. I mean, so far, that's checking but out. But it'll be back before we really need them. This right? is true. This is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super perceptor over there. Um, you talking you, to me? You're, 
Yeah, yeah, Flint. <laughs> no, Nulara, you, um, you, you're at this point kind of just waiting for everybody to return to the room, and um, you know, you put your hands in your pockets, and you find something inside your pocket that you didn't think was there before. You pull it out, and it is a it's a motherfucking business card. <laughs> It's an it it's an offer and you can't refuse it. No. So wait, Nulara uh, has one hand in her pocket. What's your is other, the other hand? Other one doing, hailing Nulara? a taxi cab? Or like throwing up a peace sign? What's happening here? Mm. We're about to find Smoking out. He's gonna tell me. I've got one hand in my pocket and one hand is holding a human finger bone. What oh boy. <laughs> tied to <laughs> I was not tied... expecting that. <laughs> that song would be terrible. More terrible. Uh, a that human finger it. bone. More terrible is exactly correct. <laughs> also, can we get that Ta- song on the Spotify playlist, please? Mm, That'd be great, yeah. yeah. Uh, human finger bone tied to a loop of dried gut. And do Ooh, I Nuara, know... what do you have in your fucking pockets? Clean your pants. Good <laughs> God. I... This was not here before. But it's okay, because I totally know what this means as I roll another amazing something check. Wait, was I percepting to see if I knew there was something in my pocket? Because that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I do a, like, history check? What would make sense? Sure. Because, so, like, yeah. if this is, like, a thing that means something. Is this a horse's like head either, in my bed? Either like, do a, I know yeah. what this means? Is this a black rose on her doorstep? I give you what either history or arcana. Okay, let me see what I'm better but, like, at. natural it's world. Critical fail. Ooh. So I don't think I even know it's a finger bone. I don't think, I think I'm useless. You look at it and you're like, what? What is this? You guys, Can I roll to see if yeah, I know what that yeah, is? Yeah, because of course I'm like, you guys already saw it, right? Like, what? This was not in my pocket, you guys. I don't know what this is. Um, 18. Yeah, I mean, you look at it and you think it could be part of some sort of spell components. Oh my god. Nulara, how long has this been in your pocket? I think just now. I don't know. Can you detect magic on it? Like, tell me if it's magic. Am I cursed? I I already have a fucking dagger that's plaguing my waking nightmare of a life. (laughs) Tell me what this finger is about. Hey, finger bone. You magic? (laughs) Yeah. You magic? Yeah. I I, I hold it and I say, hey, finger bone. Magic? Yeah, it is definitely magic. (laughs) Cool. How much does Detect Magic give you? It I know it's like all of it, but what it exactly? It tells me the school of magic. It tells me... It tells me 100% um, of the info that I want to know. Faint aura <laughs> around. I learn the school of magic, if any. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, Nulara, I think... I mean, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Um, I think someone might be trying to cast a spell on you, maybe a curse. It's uh, the school of magic is abjuration. It's an it's, a, it's an abjuration spell. Well, yeah, I know. Like, do you guys? I'm like looking in my other pocket. Like, is this I'm just me? Do you have anything? Now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You search your pocket, uh, and you don't have anything in there. But if you go further through your bags, you find this a uh, same human finger bone with a dried 
uh, loop of dried gut in your satchel, your bag. Son of a bitch! Now, and, uh, I, I'm assuming after seeing these two find these things, I also find one? Uh, you sure do, in your, in your, your pants pocket. Damn it. Um, is Leosin still in the room? He is, yeah. Hey, Leosin, come here. He's smart. He always knows what the fuck's going on. As you call Leosin, uh, you see you catch the eye of uh, Nye Ilmich, and she rushes over to you and closes your hand on the human finger bone. And she says, that is protection from the Red Wizards. Please clarify. <laughs> protection from the Red Wizards, or the Red Wizards are protecting us providing from something else? You, the Red Wizards are providing you protection. It will act, when activated, as a scroll of protection from undead. Okay. okay. Why weren't we told we were given these? And why, if we're on the same side, would we need protection from the undead? I'm very uncomfortable now, Nihilich. You don't need protection from the undead being provided in the arm. You need protection from the wed... Wed wizards. The wed wizards. From the wet you bandits. They are the child killers. Wizards. And they are coming for you. They are bloodthirsty child killers. You need protection from the exiles who right. could also be raising undead at the Well of the Dragons where they raise undead dragons. Right. That right. seems, yeah, that seems like okay. that would be very problematic. Well, thank you, but I still don't understand why the protection had to be a secret. If anything, it probably would have developed a better bond between us. Tharchian Iseldra Yeth likes to put surprise fin- people. Put finger bones in people's pockets? It's like a little, like, going away present. Before she became the vampire she is today, she was a real prankster gangster. <laughs> <laughs> You've been ronded. Okay, Russ, we need a backstory about how she is a prankster gangster. Mm-hmm. Because she did oh not gosh, seem like a, a pranky thing. kind of gal. No. When we met her. She likes to just, you know, provide her help. In the in the creepiest, surprisingest way possible. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. So to activate it, you uh, snap it in half. Like oh, so it's like a wishbone, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly like a wishbone. It's but unfortunate. a human finger. That we're going oh, to it's completely, Great. completely That's forget. Perfect. That we need to do this, guys. Sup, somebody write a note. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in my items mm-hmm. and then put finger bone snap it. Bop it. Finger bone snap it. <laughs> Bop it. Twist yeah. it. Was it twist it? Was it pull it? Pull it. Bop Skip it. it. Twist it. I don't think it was dip it. Pass it. Dip it. Dip it. <laughs> Fail and throw it on the ground in angry rage and storm out of the room. It snaps on the ground and protects that flower that was right there. So protection from undead is what you get, right, Russ? Uh, Yes, sir. It acts as a scroll of protection from undead. Okay, got it. I wrote finger bones. Next to my lucky loo. Oh yeah. Um, At Leosin comes over and says, "Yeah, what's up?" Just wanted to say hi, see how you're doing. You think people are going to be on board here? Because I hope so. Initial cruises around the room. Things seem good. There were a few groups that left to go discuss. Uncertain about their stance. 
Um, so it's a real toss-up, but uh, it's looking good. Great. It's two big <laughs> thumbs up. Great. Thanks, Leosin. Yeah. I think we're going to be, like, reconvening here sometime soon. As you say that, Lady Laryl Silverhand speaks up and says, uh, if we could have everybody return to the table. Is it like in a in a theater where they play that little chime noise to send everyone back in? Bing. She flicked the lights Boom. off and on. Yep. Intermission is over. Yeah, she gets her, her squires to run around the room and snuff the candles. <laughs> and then, and then relight, and then relight yep. them. And then yep. snuff them. And then relight them. I mean, people Perfect. are magic, Russ. You're always funnier, nope. but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody comes back to the table. And she says... So, where do we stand? Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Leosin speaks up again. He said, Word... Word. 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 And then he leaves. No. After a brief timeout. After a brief checking on the five-year-old. Can you hear all my dice rolling? I can. It sounds like a lot of them. Just getting it all out of my system. Okay. We have a council meeting. There's not going to be a lot of dice rolling. I was like, do we get to fight? And he's like, you are going into the biggest battle of your life. And I was like, so, so no, so no, right? <laughs> so like a political battle. Great. Yep. Great. Great. <laughs> it's a lot of like, it's going to be a battle of words. It's a like, lot of uh, episode one Phantom Menace, uh, Phantom Menace trade uh, talks. Yeah. Menace. Like Femin- a lot Memis. of, uh, a lot of, do you remember talking to this person kind of questions from council members mm-hmm. for us to be like, um, maybe it could no. be a rap battle. And we're like, do trains exist in this world? <laughs> dum-dums who okay amy if it was a rap battle if i was listening to our podcast that sounds great as the ones creating it do you think that's a good idea (laughs) no do you think that's a good suggestion for us very rarely i mean rarely i know all the words to a few rap songs and i don't know that any of them would be helpful in this situation Mm. You so, just like, some old-school NWA would not fit the bill? No. I mean, I really got the Fresh Prince theme down. I can Kay. do Baby Got Back, like, end-to-end. I, I got a lot of m and This is a story yeah. all about I mean, how I've got Gangsta's Paradise down. just off Ooh, the dome I could do, yeah. for yep. sure. But you got skills. Um, to create our own seems well outside our skill set. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I mean, give me 20 minutes and I could probably change some lyrics in the Fresh Prince rap to yeah. uh, oh, yeah. to be, you know, topical for us, but that's about as good as it's going to get. When I was in high school, my friend and I ran for class president and that was like our as sp- a team? Yeah. Okay. That's very surprising. very common. Um and our speech was to the Fresh Prince theme song. Classic. And Excellent. it was, yeah, it was pretty rad. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't win because the people that won promised that they would get a Slurpee machine. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah they, 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 had no chance. they did not get a Slurpee machine. Liars. 
Also, follow-up question about the rap that you did. Mm -hmm. Was it the extended version that you would see sometimes, Mm -hmm. but not always? I think it was. I mean, it was literally like 50 years ago, so. Okay, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was like how I looked the last time I uh, shaved. (laughs) I actually was the original creator of the Fresh Prince theme for my high school uh, presidency speech. They copied it for the show. Will Smith was like in the audience and he was like, ooh, these guys got some good. No, it was his cousin and he phoned him up and he was like, Will, Will, you know that sound you've been looking for? Marvin Smith. That sound you've been looking for. These little white girls, they got it going on. Uh, my friend was it's like not a reverse white, bring actually. It on. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Well. Sorry. Still I mean, a reverse bring it on. It still. Yeah. You know. It was, yeah. <laughs> you missed a lot of good stuff there, Russ. Yeah. I'll, I'll hear it in post. Don't worry. I'll just relive it. Like I was there and I'll talk like I was there. You know. <laughs> if Russ I'm sure you guys left some blanks into our yeah. conversation yeah. and I hear that in the You'll bloopers, a- I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's writing. <laughs> Insert self into conversation, just like you'd Photoshop yourself into exactly. family pictures that you were a part of. It'll be totally off topic and out of context, and it'll work great. I, love it. I had one of those, too, and then the wheels fell off, and then it was useless. That's what I say when I join in a conversation that I know nothing about what they're talking oh, about. Oh, I like it. Like, Excellent. It's my, it's a so good like, way they'll in. be talking, and I'll come in, and I'll be like, oh, my God, right? Me, too. I had one of those, and then the wheels fell off, and then it was useless. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I hope I get to use that at PodCon. I bet you Sounds will. like a real power I, move. I'm sure I Guaranteed. Will. You could probably just walk up to any group of people and do that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Then slap a sticker on their forehead and walk away. <laughs> and get charged with assault. And yeah, end of podcast. My God. <laughs> yeah. End up in a foreign prison. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. It's right? a foreign yep. prison. Foreign yeah. prison. It's not my prison. Okay, fuck it. We're playing D&D. <laughs> Good thing you already said it. Yeah, I know. Because that one was getting the conversation. We play Yeah, it was. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Magenta Presents, a new horror anthology hosted by me, Madame Magenta. We begin with the five-part miniseries Ghosted, starring Beth Eyre and Lucy Roslin. Perched on a rain-battered cliff edge is a former lighthouse. It's a charming, quirky boutique hotel. Owner and sole occupant Beth has spent months renovating, absorbing its essence into her bones. It's an old building. You'll get used to it. But to Beth's horror, her first guest is a figure from a past she has tried to forget. Kira? Beth? What the fuck? Face to face for the first time in years, the pair must reckon with old mistakes, old grievances. Beth, speak to shut me. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! And something else. Oh, I can't bear it. What is that noise? Because the lighthouse has a past, too. Beth, he's right there. Why is there blood on your hands? We need to get out of here. Kira! <laughs> Kira! I can still see him! Ah! Subscribe to Magenta Presents wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon, fans of the esoteric. Bye! (laughs) Magenta.